All right, everybody, you are looking live. It is Tuesday, October 18th, around 7.30. There aren't a lot of people that I would like to hang out with and detract my attention from the Boston Celtics opening tip-off game against the 76ers. But this is the guy, KG, my favorite KG assistant coach wow. with the men's basketball team. That's right, KG. That's high wow. praise. Um, that is not bad, especially when you're watching the Celtics. That's right. That's right. With these new uniforms, not sure – not sure how I feel about him yet. A classic. Yeah, we got we got to talk about our timing here, man. We 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 got a we got a podcast. We got a video going on as soon as the NBA is tipping off. Well, look, I care about the Hokies first and foremost. I NBA do too. long season, you know. If you, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm and here. you said you were available at seven thirty. So I'm here. You know, I can't hit you with the pushback, but we're excited to talk about basketball. Uh, we're gonna jump right into it. So, uh, Coach, how you been? How's practice going? How's everything? Everything's good. Practice has been going well. Guys are working hard. You know, all the cliche sayings that every coach says, but we're zero and zero. So not a whole lot of disappointment, not a whole lot of adversity. Um, but I genuinely do like like our team, uh, like our staff, like our team. Things are going well. We bring it pretty much every day. We've had a handful of kind of eh, days, but I like our squad. we got a good practice team, and that typically bodes well for us. So we'll see. So – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a ruling on this. Last year was awesome. I love the ACC championship, but you know what? I bet if you walk in there, that's not what you guys are still talking about. You're ready to oh, flip the page. Yeah. You're ready to make some more memories. I'm going to ask one question about 2021, and then we can go ahead and turn the page. And then it is no longer, no longer ACC championship 2021. We're building to make new memories in 2022. But, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yes. Uh, we talked about it incessantly. What is the one memory or moment or game that just sticks out to you, whether it was a turning point, a happy time, a sad time? What is the one thing that you're going to take away from that uh, as you continue Ooh. to build on your career? Man, I, I feel like the I, the first thing that came to mind, and this may not be my answer, but the Florida State game, like that really turned our confidence level way up. That turned our – kind of doom and gloom what's going on we're 10 and 10 2 and 7 what's going like we're way better than what we're record is and that game really like sparked you know that run to win 13 of our last 16 and to do it on the road at a place that you know Virginia Tech historically hasn't had a whole lot of success um uh, at I, that was probably the game that sticks out obviously the championship game uh is amazing uh those memories that four day period oh my gosh like it's a blur but it's probably the best four-day period in a lot of our lives uh, outside of, you know, children, weddings, all that stuff. But sports lives, for sure. I mean, that was special. But that Florida State game really kind of turned the corner for us. And from then on out, man, we were just as confident as we could be from from, from that game on. On that note, was there a time – I lied to you. I'm going to ask one more. That's was fine. there a time that you guys at practice or sometime where you said, okay, we're putting this to bed, this is it? Was it the West Virginia ring day? When did you all kind of turn the page into 2022? Was there a specific I mean, time? Like, okay, yeah, I mean, you got to remember this too. We have seven new scholarship guys. Right. And we have nine new total guys. Uh, so it was a little bit easier to turn the page. Now, we still have a great nucleus back with Hunter and Darius and Sean and Lynn and Justin and, you know, on and on and on. But those guys are pretty focused. Those guys are pretty mature. So – it was kind of like, all right, old news. You know, we'll have fun when we get our rings, and that was special, and it's fun to look back. But I haven't sensed a feeling of a rival 
or anything like that. We we've been working pretty hard. Like those guys, like I've been to Justin and Hunter and Sean and like those guys have been our hardest workers. And I think that's a great sign for those young guys that like, wow, they they haven't they haven't said we've done our job. Let's just have a fun rest of our careers. And it's like, no, let's do more. And in a, in a weird way, losing to Texas in the NCAA tournament, I think left a little bit of like a we got more to do, you know, feeling for our program. And it does. I mean, we we want to not only get to the NCAA tournament, we want to win in the NCAA tournament. So that's kind of that's kind of next for us. But one game at a time, one practice at a time. Coach Young is unbelievable about keeping our guys focused on. Hey, like this ten minute segment of practice is the most important thing of our lives. Like let's lock into that. Who cares about scrimmage next week who cares about first game who cares about this like we're pretty good at being where our feet are and um i think our work habits have displayed that so looking forward and the one thing that i noticed whether you look up the roster on espn whether you watch y'all practice watch y'all around campus the one thing that sticks out to me is the size of this basketball team and the depth of this basketball team during yeah. the buzz during the buzz williams era which was a ton of fun yeah we always knew that if there was a couple of big guys in there and we got in early foul trouble the jig is up there's not much that you can do about it so given the system that coach young runs and the program that you want to have can you tell me a little bit more about what kind of roster you're trying to build and how do you feel about the group that you're going into this season into this yeah, season? yeah yeah Th- this is the biggest team we've had this is the deepest team we've had um losing keve was i mean losing keve is hard like th- no no like I'm not saying we're better without them. I'm not saying we're better this year. Who knows? I, I don't know that. I just know this is the deepest roster we've had. This is by far the biggest as far as size, height, all that stuff. Um, and that's just the way we want to play. We want to be able to throw the ball in the post. We want to play inside. Everybody talks about our three-point shooting. Number three in the country in three-point percentage. You guys are flamethrowers, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, and we have that nice little yin and yang, and coach wants to play inside-out basketball. So – uh, we focus on that in recruiting. We want to have big guys, but we also want to have mobile guys. And I think with the additions of Grant Vasily, Melajra Poteet, and Lenny Kidd's emergence, um, Patrick Wessler, a freshman. Darren Buchanan's a big dude as a freshman. John Camden is a really big wing that can play some four. Um, we're trying to get bigger. We're trying to get bigger. And uh, I think that's really shown with this roster. You know, we're in year four of our of our stint here, and I think – this is the best we felt about our roster as far as, you know, classes and balance and depth. And we don't have any bad players. I mean, I'm not, not that we, you know, I don't want to call anybody a bad player, but this is the best roster we've had top to bottom. Yeah. Coach, you mentioned losing Keve and, you know, that's big for a lot of reasons. Um, we don't have to get into all of those reasons. Most fans sure. understand that. But uh, when the shot clock got down last year, you guys relied heavily on Keve getting him the ball inside and allowing him to go to work and get his shot off, uh, get a good quality look for the team, uh, along with Naheem Aline occasionally off the wing to do the same thing. But those two guys gone, who do you expect to be those late-in-the-clock guys this year when you guys need to get a clean look off? I mean, Darius Maddox is an unbelievable bucket getter. <laughs> I mean, he's just got a knack of kind of getting a shot off, pulling up for jumpers. He, he's great off the bounce. Um, Sean Badula is really, really fast. and He's really, really strong. He's had an unbelievable summer preseason, all that stuff. So I think he could be a really good paint touch guy. Uh, I don't want to say bailout guy like Kevin. You can just get the ball to Kevin, and Kevin's going to get a bucket late clock. Um, but Darius and Sean are going to be really, really good with that. But, you know, 
Grandpa Silly's shown that he can really score in a variety of ways, inside, outside, kind of like Kevin. They're very different players. I will never try to compare them. You know, Grant's a great player in his own right. Kevin's a great player in his own right. But I think you can see a little bit of similarities on, on those ends and, and being able to pick and pop and get two on the ball, throw it back to Basile, be able to make a shot, throw it in the post and expect something good to happen. And, and Justin Mutz has gotten so much better. And we all know Hunter's a unbelievable shooter and all he needs is a click. So I, I don't – I got a lot of concerns. Late clock offense is not one of them. We don't talk a lot about it, um, you know, it, it, it within our staff. You know, when we run in our motion and kind of freedom and just let them play, it just takes one good screen. It just takes one good paint touch kick out. Um, we can really shoot it. I think we can score inside out. So to answer your question, I, I, we don't, we don't, we don't have any heartburn over that. I think we'll be fine there. On the flip side of that, what is the area of the game uh, of your team that you feel the most confident about when you're talking about going to the well? What does that look like, and what area are you looking to improve the most upon uh, before November seventh? Wow, great question. Offensively, defensively. Or both? Let's go with both. <laughs> oh, man. I feel pretty confident that we're going to have a team that doesn't turn the ball over. I feel pretty confident we're going to have a good ball handling team. You know, our, the, you know, our, whatever, you know, I don't know if you would. Well, hold on. <laughs> now you just, you walked into another question. Yeah. A big question people are asking yeah. is who is going to handle the fight, yeah. the basketball? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll just say five people. Who knows if these guys are going to start? Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but I, between the Sean's, the Hunters, the Darius's, Justin's, and the Basilis, like those guys are really high IQ, smart basketball players that are really skilled. Like I, I we're going to be a really good ball handling team. I don't think I feel very confident in saying that we're not going to beat ourselves. Is that's what I'm trying to say? I feel like we're going to be able to get shots. We're not going to turn the ball over 20 times a game. Uh, we're not. We'll, we'll be able to get offense. Uh, what I want to see is us play defense like we did the last half of the season all year long. You know, when you when you when you look at our roster or our record last year and where we were defensively in that kind of rut, it wasn't great. And what turned the corner for us was we were really started to guard. We really started to like, you know, hone in defensively and coach challenged our guys and they answered the bell there defensively and lo and behold we won a championship with that defense. So uh I want to see that defense improve and be in every night type of defense where it's not just a motivational thing it's a this is what we do and this is how we play type of thing offensively I don't have really any sort of heartburn about that so I feel pretty confident about offensively us scoring the ball and taking care of it that's good to hear because during some of those you know lulls last year turnovers were an issue so yeah I remember when coach young got the job one of the first things he talked about you know what would a Mike Young team look like and emphasis on taking care of the ball was a huge part of it so that's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you already mentioned a lot of the new guys, a lot of new players on this team. Uh, it, was, it was interesting when you guys were getting your rings. You know, there weren't that many guys down there. And <laughs> I had a non-Hokey with me in the stands, and he was like, where's the rest of the team? And I was like, well, nah. it's, it's, a, it's a largely new team. Yeah. Uh, of those guys, both from the portal and the freshmen, you know, who are some guys that you think the fans should really try to familiarize themselves with between now and the Delaware State game? Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll just start from oldest to youngest. Um you know, Basili, y'all are going to be very familiar with him. He's going to play a lot of minutes for us. Lane Kidd and Melajal Poteet are backup bigs, if you will. They both can kind of play a couple of different positions, but they're good, man. They're good. And people are going to be like, who is that? He was on our team last year? What about, like, they've been really, really good. I can't sp- talk specifics about scrimmages and things like that at all, but 
I'll just say in general, in the preseason, those guys have been really good, maybe better than we expected. And that's always a positive. So I, I would keep an eye out for those three forwards, Basili, um, and then Melijah and um, Lynn, uh, those guys. But the freshmen, I mean, the freshmen, I think you'll see a heavy dose from, from Rodney Rice and MJ Collins, our guards kind of um, freshmen. They're going to be good. They both had really good summers. They're strong. They don't look like freshmen physically. Um, they've both been really, really good in the summer and in the preseason and stuff. So feel good about them. And, you know, we got other freshmen that are, that are, that are going to be good. Um, Patrick Wessler, Darren Buchanan, you may see them some, you may see them a lot, you may see them a little, but they still got work to do, but they're going to be good players. So I think those, those first couple of names I mentioned will be the kind of the new guys that, that people are going to be like, Whoa, who's that? I like him, you know, that type of thing. On that note, is there an aspect of a player who we do know really well, an aspect of their game that they have improved upon uh, monumentally this offseason? Yeah, I mean, uh, we challenged Darius Maddox defensively. We are like, listen, everybody knows you can score, but until you start being a tough guy, until you start rebounding, until you start defending, man, like you're always just going to be this guy that comes off the bench and just kind of shoots and, hey, when a crunch time moment comes in, you got to get out of there because we don't trust you defensively. He's really come along defensively. And I know that's not the sexy answer. Everybody wants to see, oh, who can shoot now? No, that's, it's, sometimes it's about the defensive end. And I think Darius, you'll see, take on a bigger role defensively and help us there in a way that he's never done. Um, everybody's gotten a little bit better at a little bit of everything. I mean, that sounds such like a bad answer and a boring answer, but Justin Mutz, man, I have a feeling his turnovers will go down. He led our team in assist. I that y'all know that he can really, really play make for others. And at that four spot, that's really tricky. Uh, but I think his assist will go up and his turnovers will go down. And he's certainly been shooting the ball well. Um, but he, you guys know, like that's not what Justin is. Justin's just an energy Dennis Rodman fly around all over the court, just make stuff happen out of nothing type of guy. And he's elite at that, but his skill level certainly taking a jump too. I'm glad you brought this up. I was thinking about how I work it in, but you kind of did it for me. I have never heard – and everybody loves talking about culture, 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 team. Sure. Like the answer that Darius Maddox gave on the yeah. uh, media day press conference, yeah. being challenged by your staff and his ability, one, to even talk about it. That's something that you could internalize and not and not put out there. I'm just going to give you an opportunity to brag on him and brag on just the leadership on this team to buy into the culture and the teaching and the development of your uh, coaching staff. You no, know, Darius is a real dude, man. He is a real dude. There's nothing phony about him. Like he doesn't have social media. He doesn't care. Like when somebody tries to praise him, he's like, chill, 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 chill. Like, stop. I don't want to be praised. Like, he's just, he's, he's a real dude. Like what right. he says and what he does is, is the real stuff. And he's, he's right. We challenged him, man, and we were barking at him, and we were challenged. Like, it wasn't always pretty. It wasn't always – but that's life, right? And that's coaching, and that's challenging him, and, and he answered the bell. It could have gone one or two ways, fellas. He could have said, you know what, this is really hard. I don't think I, – I don't think this is for me. I just don't think I'm that type of guy. Or I like it here. I like the offensive system. I'm going to buy into that defense and toughness type of thing and see what happens. And now all of a sudden, he's going to have a gigantic role. And he's going to be tempted at times to, you know, revert back. But you know, we're going to keep our thumb on him. And, and the guy accepts challenges. He is so mature. He's so mature. Like when he first got here to now, it's unbelievable how mature he is. You know, kids go through the AAU recruiting process and then they get somewhere and it's harder than it really is. It's 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 eye opening. But 
he's humble. Um, everything he said is exactly right. We challenged him, and he said, you know what? It's time for me to, you know, answer the call. And he did. So couldn't say enough positive things about that guy. And his work is not done. I think you guys are going to see a major jump from him. He's not just going to be the guy that kind of comes in and saves us or the guy that kind of comes in and plays 15, 20 minutes. His challenge now is can you be a 30-minute-a-game guy and play good defense for 30 minutes, uh, you know, get the same type of shots and the same shot quality that you had for 30 minutes? Can you be the guy? Can you be that guy instead of just kind of robbing somebody else's Batman? So it's interesting, but he's got a great head on his shoulders that you can see from that interview. So I'm super proud of him, and I couldn't say enough good things. Yeah, Rothstein has been all aboard the, uh, the oh, Darius yeah. Maddox train. He's so talented, man. He's not speaking up on anybody anymore. He's so talented. Like, I think if you ask everybody on our team, who would you least like to guard at the end of a shot clock, late game, you're on an island, I think most people would say Darius. Like, Darius has just got that wiggle to him, and he's got that creativity, and he just, he just gets it done. There have literally been times when I'm watching the game at home and I blink and he somehow got a shot up. Yeah, no, it's quick and he's crafty and he works on his game in his own way and he's he's very quiet to himself. You're never going to see him doing this. You're never going to see him get the crowd going. Like, he's very to himself. He's a real dude, man, and uh, he's talented as heck. Couple, A uh, couple quick ones from us both. Uh, who is the funniest – who's the biggest character, the funniest guy on the team? Right oh, now? man. Hey, Hunter, Hunter's funny. Hunter, mm-hmm. Hunter and Coach have a relationship – like I haven't seen in a while. Like, yep. like Coach Hunter can go up to Coach and talk to him better than anybody else on our staff. Like mm-hmm. in a joking way, he calls him Michael. He doesn't call him Coach Young. <laughs> he calls him Michael. Like he's like Michael, and Coach is like, "What do you want, asshole?" And they just, great dudes, man. How many, like, coaches, how many coaches in the ACC are getting behind that? I can't no, imagine no, there are no, many no. ACC like, coaches. Hunter, Hunter's in our offices all the time. He's like an extension of our coaching staff. And we talk privately about big issues, tough issues. Like, man, we got a big decision to make. Hunter, get in here and let's talk. Like, let's get your perspective. So they've got an unbelievable relationship, but he does some great Mike Young impersonations in front of Mike Young, which are hilarious. (laughs) Coach Young can take a joke better than anybody. Like, Coach Young doesn't take himself too seriously. So it's really fun. Hunter can certainly get the locker room laughing. Justin's really funny. Justin's really, really funny. Uh, Link Kid's sneaky funny. I think Link, I think guys would give Link Kid votes for that, but not. He doesn't do it around us as much. Like Lynn's funny, kind of on campus and around, and you know, out and about and that type of stuff. But I think Hunter's probably gets that that gets that win for the funniest. So I remember, uh, like back in back when I was at Tech, uh, you'd have moments where people would do freaky athletic things that might not be like. Oh, for in, in your example, like, oh, somebody just dunked or somebody did something. It would be like somebody like screwing around doing a backflip or doing yeah. something. Is Has there been anything or anyone that is just extremely athletic or you've seen somebody do something very mm. awkwardly athletic off of a basketball court or not a typical basketball? I mean, um, bit of a weird question, but no, like, yeah, I mean, I think about, you know, we went to a, we went to a lake this summer and jumping off docks and random stuff like that, like. That was that was pretty that was pretty funny to see some like Owen Dalyad's got some you know backflips and gainers and stuff in his you know, um, but Darren Buchanan is a freak athlete like Darren can you know between the legs dunk link kick and between the legs dunk do all that stuff those guys are those guys do some athletic things just about every day where you're like wow 
So oh. Buchanan, is that uh, when we when we were down there uh, in Castle? I know a bunch of folks. That was really cool. A bunch of folks could just wander in there and, and check out you guys doing some skills and drills. That seems like a guy that you've been projecting with, working on his handle, yeah. and yeah. taking some time with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. June's awesome. June's a worker. June's he wants to get better, and he's got a great spirit about him. He's an energy giver. He has Justin Mudd's vibes. Yeah. Early on in his career, um, t- teammates love him. Um, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's got some stuff to work on for sure. And he knows that, but he, he's, he's a big, strong kid. He can play multiple positions, can guard multiple positions. And his skill level is, is certainly getting, getting better. And, uh, he's fun to work with. So yeah, absolutely. You're right. You're right about that. And, uh, but you know, I, Hunter, Sean Badula is really just good at everything. Like we played kickball one day. Sean Badula is just good at everything. He's the type of guy, like you go play golf, you go play soccer, you go play football, you go play flag football, whatever. Like Sean's going to be good. Like he's just, he's, he's kind of a freak athlete. He just, you know, he's five eleven, six foot and unassuming, but he's a very good athlete. Mm-hmm. You got to give him that six foot. He's going to, he's going to be bitter when he hears the five eleven or Mark. <laughs> I know. I, know. I tell him every day he's five eleven. He, he, he'll, he'll, he'll just roll his eyes. All right, this one might cause a little controversy when you get back to Han Hurst tomorrow Uh-oh. or whenever these guys hear this, but best shooter on the team. Ooh. Golly, we got some we got some guys that can really hey, shoot. You got you got some you got some good ones, so it's gonna be tough. I mean, Hunter Darius Sean are three of the top six in the ACC returning. And that's impressive. All right, then let's make it a little bit different then. Take those three out of the equation. Oh wow, take those three out. So you got uh, I would Ooh. Rodney is a very, very good shooter. Um, Basili's a very good shooter. Basili's a very good shooter. You saw a little bit of that. Basili's got a strap, KG. Basili's a very good shooter. Um, John Camden can really stroke it. You know, you didn't see you didn't see John Camden, Billy. He's a, he had hit the flu, but he's good now in practice today. He's all good, but whew. I mean, it's hard not to say Hunter. You know, just and I know you said take him out, but Hunter's probably the best shooter on team. Just the variety of ways that he shoots, he's got the best work ethic. He gets the most work in uh, on his jump shot. Like he can shoot off the bounce, he can shoot from deep, he can come off a million different types of screens and shoot. And I think that's a big deal. Like if you're just catching and shooting twenty five shots at a spot, I think a lot of people could be really good. But the variety of shots that Hunter hits, I'd I'd say him. Yeah, and it's hard to go wrong there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, Darius shot over 50% from three, though. Like, yeah. Darius hit some tough shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think even Darius would say Hunter if they're just doing some sort of shooting competition. But, I mean, Darius, Sean, Padula, they're right there, man. They're right there. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of whole bunch of dudes who can fire from beyond the arc for sure. Yeah. This one might be a layup, but what's the coolest game you've coached in? Coolest game? Yeah, the ACC championship probably. I mean, that – I never in a million years thought I'd be coaching at an ACC school, let alone in the championship game against Duke and win by 17, whatever it was. Like, yeah, that was really, really cool. Um, that's that's. Right, we can talk. All right, that was the last time we'll talk. About <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I don't mind bringing that up every once in a while, sure. but that 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 one probably um, winning a game in the NCAA tournament when I was at Wofford that was special. That was a box that we wanted to check. Um, at Kansas was really really cool in my early years of coaching. That was awesome, but been fortunate, man. Been fortunate to be around and, and a lot of really cool scenes basketball wise, but definitely the ACC championship. I think you're right. That's a layup. Before we get you on your way, we have two questions written in. Uh, first one comes from Shelton Moss. 
And he says, from your perspective, how are you guys able to develop players so well? Recruits like Keve Aluma, Hunter Couture were not coveted by their ACC programs, but developed into tremendous players. What all goes into that development? I mean, the very first thing I think about is strength and conditioning. David Jackson's elite. Like, he's in his own little world. Like, he is elite. So guys are getting strong. Like, Hunter is a stud right now. He's like a brick wall. Keve Aluma came from Wofford to Virginia Tech, and you saw his body transform and all that stuff. So I think it starts in the weight room there. But those guys are – they're just wired differently. And I think we look for that in recruiting. We look for guys that want to be in the gym, not – want to chase girls and you know that's fine to do all that but like those guys want to work those work ethics that those guys have so i i want to take very little credit as a program for developing those guys uh but this is all i ever know too so i haven't been around another program that maybe doesn't do what we do but we live in the gym we live in the gym coach young has a rule you're not allowed to say no when a player texts you call you whenever hey can we get a workout in you're there 6 a.m., 11 p.m., like we got tons of managers. So we spend a lot of time uh, in the gym with the guys. Coach Nadu does, you know, some work when he's allowed to when we're on the road and all that type of stuff. Like it, we, we we got guys that want to live in the gym, but we also – we're in there sweating with them as a staff. And, you know, I, there's not a straight answer to that, man. I, I just think we do a good, good job of evaluating guys, and then they come here and they work their butts off. I mean, I – it doesn't sound like a sexy answer, but it's true. I don't have any hidden secrets. I don't. No, I think that's. I think that's so important. I think. I think what the uh, one way to say it would be at the end of the day, you have to find people that have talent, but at the same time are willing to be coached and have the buy-in and the want to to listen. Um, yeah. And I think. I think aside from that, everything that we've heard about all the players on the roster now and the players that have come through the program is not only. Are they? Do they have ability? But they have the ability to want to get to where their potential is. Yeah, and that, and that stuff is contagious. This, they see Hunter in the gym every morning. They see Justin Mutz in the gym every day. Like Justin's texting somebody on our staff every day. What time are we working out? Whenever you want. Let's do this. All right, boom. Let's do it. Like and he like it's and so now they see our two quote unquote best players, oldest players, captains, whatever you want to call them in the gym. So now everybody else is like, man, maybe I need to start doing that. Or maybe I need to start doing this extra stuff. So I, I just think that our program over the last four years, since we got there has really taken a huge step in getting in extra work on your own. Like you may go through a practice and shoot 20 times in practice. That ain't even close to enough. You better come in early in the morning, late at night. You better get a coach. You better get like some game reps in. And I, so I think right now in our program, it's cool to be in the gym. I think it's cool to get extra workouts in with Coach Jackson. I think it's cool to get your rehab and all that stuff in the training room. I think it's cool to be a good player. It's not cool to have the most Instagram followers. It's not cool to have the biggest NIL deals. It's not cool to throw the best parties. I think it's cool to be a good, good basketball player. So I think you got to find those guys in the recruiting process, and you got to continue to get those guys in the recruiting process because now – we have a pretty good, like you said, Billy, culture, everybody, you know, culture, culture, whatever. You, we do have a good culture right now. So now we got to protect it and we got to enhance it. So the recruiting process, we, we think about that all the time. Are we going to have a guy that we love to coach and wants to be in the gym? Last one for you from Grant Watson. What is your favorite? We always get a good answer to this one. What is your favorite Mike Young-ism? That's the first part. And then what oh. book or uh, podcast or movie has influenced you the most during your coaching career? 
What book? I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I got I got a lot of flaws. I don't really read. Right. I don't really read books. I read articles. I read. I'm a big podcast guy. I love love listen to you guys. I love listening to like coaching stuff, X's and O's. You know, slapping glass, whatever those podcasts are. I love that stuff. Um, I don't read a lot of books. Yeah. No. Well, specific, specifically, is there is there somebody that you tune into or some? Uh, is, is there something that you listen to to increase your wealth of knowledge? Yeah, yeah. Those types of things I just mentioned. I will say one book though that has had an impression on me throughout. Well, two. I'll give you two. Two books that come to mind: uh, "Toughness" by Jay Billis. Because mm-hmm. what I thought toughness was as a player, as a young guy coming up, was just physical. And I'm a, you know, I can I can stand the physical demands of whatever. It's not. It's not. And, and if you haven't read that book, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome for life. I think it's awesome for sports, whatever. But toughness by Jay Billis, and then energy, uh, the energy bus by John Gordon. I've read both of those front to co- front to cover. I, I don't read a lot of books, so like those two were really really profound on me. But the, I, I love the energy giver or the energy bus talking about being an energy giver versus an energy vampire and all that type of stuff. I buy into that in, in a big way. So those two are huge. But Coach Youngisms, oh my god! I, I mean, I've been with this guy for 14 years now. This is our 14th season. I got a lot. Um, golly. Man, one day we were talking about the other day we were talking about a, are we talking about basketball stuff. Or are we talking about life, whatever you want. No, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> he's got all these little sayings. Like he's got the sayings after everything. Every like the other day we were talking about a specific official way way back in the day, and he was like, "I'm, I'm gonna bleep out on some of the word," but he was like, "That guy couldn't call that guy couldn't call home the hogs." Or <laughs> man, I feel like a one legged man in a butt kicking contest with that guy as the ref. Or, or like, man, I got a million of these. um golly now i'm blanking on a bunch you know he's one of a guy yeah he's he's awesome like like he's so funny and he doesn't even try to be funny like you know billy like the stuff he says just it's just it's comedy but he's he's got a bunch of them somebody texted me a couple of the other hold on oh yeah he told one of our guys you got the lung capacity of a squirrel (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, we all just started laughing. Oh man! Now, yeah, he he, he said he, he told one day he said you're soft as Thanksgiving custard to one guy the other day. Like he he's just so funny. The guys are just they're like, what is he saying? I don't even understand what he means. You know, uh, you're sitting over there with your teeth in your mouth. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a good we've heard that one a lot. Yeah, like uh, they so all I, I'm the translator half the time. What do you say? Yeah. They all make sense. You just got to think about yeah, it for a second. Yeah, second. yeah. I mean, I, I can't say half of the ones that I have, right? But just come to a couple practices. You'll hear them. Awesome. Well, Coach, really appreciate your time. We're looking forward to the 2022 season. Uh, again, amazing accomplishment last year. Looking forward to these new guys stepping up and getting after it this year. Do you have a parting message to Hokie Nation ahead of the season? Oh, oh. Uh, let's pack out Castle. All right, November 7th, uh, I think they're unveiling the banner. Um, we got three straight home games uh, that will be huge for us as we head into a really big tournament at Charleston. But these people listening and the people who come to our games, y'all don't understand how big of a deal you are to us, to our players, to recruits. Like, Hokie Nation is amazing. We are so thankful. Let's continue to pack out Castle, and uh, it should be a special year. So let's have fun. Awesome. Coach, looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your uh, rest of your preseason, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Appreciate coach. you guys. It's time to 
down to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know it's what you're thinking.